Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the podcast where we talk about musicals and everything that they teach us. I'm Zane C. Weber, and with me at the table tonight are not... I'm not Julie. Not Julie and... Oh, I'm definitely not Miranda. Not Miranda. (laughs) In their place because Julie and Miranda have rehearsal. Mm -hmm. We have... I'm Jessica Kate Ryan. The inimitable. Yeah. Jessica Kate Ryan. Sure. Chuck that in. And... Oh, I'm Patrick. The imposing Patrick. Imposing. Oh, yeah. no, thank you. There That's you a goal. That's a goal. I'll tick that you one off. You are tall. And oh, it's not personality-based. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we've got to keep working on well, it. Well, I didn't think so. We, we, we do have some replacement guests, but we still have a special guest. Tristan. Tristan Vanier. Vanier? Yay. Vanier. That's correct. Yay. Actor, Vanier. singer. Vanier. Dancer. Oh, main, I've seen mainly, mainly a dancer. Mainly yep. a dancer. Yep. Correct. And he's a very good improviser. Absolutely. I can improv off the back of my hat. Oh, hat. He doesn't even have a hat, ladies and gentlemen. Shit. <laughs> so what musical did you want to talk to us about tonight, Tristan? I would love to talk about Young Frankenstein, the musical. Ooh. Young Frankenstein. Ooh. Mel Brooks. Spooky. No, not spooky. It's a little bit spooky. Right at the very end. When Dracula shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoiler. Spoilers. <laughs> but before we do that, let's let's get to know Tristan. Is this my cue? This is your cue. Getting to know you. And that's copyright. Beautiful. Wonderful. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Eat your heart out, Miranda. Eat your heart well out. Miranda, that was for you. Yeah, so, sorry, Miranda. Love you. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Which musical character would other people compare you to, Tristan? Well Did so you ask I- around? I didn't. This is like a deeply personal question to oh, me, so goodness. I just kind of, you know, impose on other people what I think they would. It think also of me. shows a Projected. certain confidence, which we like. Yeah, good. lots of people have to ask. I had to ask around. Did you have to ask around, Kate Ryan? No, I went by like past tellings. Past to me. tellings. Also, oh, people just tell you, describe. Yeah, the one that I said was um, Frenchie from Greece. Yes, but this is straight from your heart, is it? Yeah, yeah, from inside your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is it? So, well. Oh, some sizzle. What's the sizzle? Give us the sizzle and then reveal. I think people may think I talk a fair bit Uh and that, you know, sometimes occasionally this may come across as a little bit annoying. Uh And so I think people would maybe compare me to Donkey from Shrek. (laughs) And so whilst, you know, whilst he does have You haven't listened to what I said about Donkey on the Shrek episode, have you? I I certainly did. Oh, goodness. Um, Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know... (laughs) 
Um, but you know, a, a, as well as that sort of vibe, he he's mm. also you know a friendly, loyal buddy and whatever. And some people might say that he is the unsung hero. Oh yes, heart of the show, heart of the show, donkey. Yeah, that was. I would say that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you have said. That. I think you may have. Said that. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, you've done your research. Yeah, we love yeah, it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that, I think that's a really lovely choice. Hmm. Yeah, um, I'd buy it. I think you've got a lot more tact <laughs> than donkey. Impressions. You are. I feel like you're, you're no. optimal donkey. Oh, you're don- you. tolerable donkey. I'm getting yeah. vibes of like Dear Evan Hansen, but less mopey. Oh. Yeah. So happy. That's nice. No, Evan. but yeah. like the heart of him, but less boring. I'm getting, okay. is it, I don't know the show very well. Pierre Finch, is it? From, not Pierre. What's his name? The Psst, From How to Succeed. Reference? Oh, Pier- Jay Pierpont. Jay That's Pierpont. what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, oh, the optimism. I'm getting optimism. Oh, I'm nice. getting a real and lightness of heart. Jay Pierpont. I love that What did that I call show. him? Pierre Finch. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of the show, Pierre Finch. <laughs> Maybe in the French version. Yeah. No. All right, on to the next question. <laughs> what musical character would you like? Other people to compare you to Pierre Finch. Yeah, so like, so uh, so that's my <laughs> Pierre now. Finch. Absolutely. No, so on on a, on a similar vein, um, you know, going with the same sort of stuff, I think I'd like people to compare me to Cosmo Brown from uh, Singing, Singing in, in the, the Rain. Rain. And so he is, you know, a similar character to Donkey, nice. but you know, he has a lot more um, bit of sass to him as well. He's less outwardly annoying. Like, exactly. He's not as obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he conducts orchestras too. Yeah, yes. I mean, he has a lot more musical talent than me. That's definitely Ooh. true. He um, <laughs> does play the piano quite well. Yeah. So I'm getting a lot of supporting vibes from Iconic. you. Iconic. You yeah. see yourself very much as like the sort of like a supportive person in your Jesus, life. I'm turning this into a reading. We do. <laughs> I think this is very interesting. I, I, I like to think. Can that. I give everyone a visual of what Patrick is doing right now physically? <laughs> it's great radio. One hand, like. On the like, he's like gently resting. He's got like the pen in one hand, and he's just like the sideward glance, being like, "Hmm." How's Jessica, your relationship really? with your mother? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional, is all I want to say, and okay. I want to do this right. I don't often get to be Miranda. Oh, I don't often get to be Julie. So we need to, you know, really make the best of it. Uh, sorry, and please, you're doing a great job. Patrick. Please go on. Um. Yes. What yeah. is your dream role? <laughs> oh, my dream role. Um. So. Uh, given a musical that's uh, just recently uh, been on Broadway and probably still is, um, Something Rotten is still on Broadway? It's not on I think Broadway. It's, it's National closed. Tour. National no, Tour? National Tour closed last week. Oh, oh, well, she's on it. There you go. I'm um, me. <laughs> good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fair, <laughs> so fair. closed last week, but going back if you, going back in time a week. Yeah, so basically anyone from Something Rotten, but in particular mm. I would love to play uh, Thomas Nostradamus. Um, because, <laughs> yeah. like, a musical. Um, you could be I've, good for the brother, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick. I can even see you doing bottom. I, I, I would. Lead bottom. Literally, yeah. Um, Nick bottom, right? Which yeah. one's the lead bottom? And then Nigel Nick bottom's bottom. the brother. Nick bottom's the lead. Nigel's yeah. the support. I, th- I think you could do Nick. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, I, I would be super keen for literally any of the But I feel like he's too nice around. to be Nick. He needs to be nice. He's an actor. Uh, he's yeah, very yeah. good. I've yeah. worked with him. He's yeah, very can, good. Can, I'm I don't aware. have any change personality. <laughs> you know. um, but anyone from yeah. Something Rotten. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I love, in particular, a musical, um, the song. Oh. And I uh, have just recently added it to repertoire of audition songs. Um, oh. It's it's so much fun to to sing inside that. scoop. It's amazing. Yeah. So don't perform it at your auditions, Correct. young male fans yeah. of the show, because you're going to get 
blown away. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> now, if you've learned it, put it in the bin. Correct. So I noticed that you haven't dropped any Sondheim titles in there. <gasps> Correct. Mm. Ah, I think that's, that's a, no, that's absolutely fine. What is your Says you. favorite Sondheim? Um, I'm going to stick with the classic Into the Woods here. Um, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So I think in no, general. No, it is very good. It is very. It's a great show. It's a great show, okay? But Patrick and mine. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about us. Why, why, why Into the Woods? Why well, did you okay. pick Into the Woods? Well, okay, because my, like, my taste in musical theatre um, in appreciating shows is, I would describe it as quite vanilla um, in that I generally yeah. do just appreciate things that are popular because you know, most of them are popular for a pretty good reason. Yeah, they're enjoyable. Um, yeah, exactly. And Who'd you play in Into the Woods? Oh, that's a good question. It's Jack. Uh, You'd play Jack. That's the correct answer. Or Milky White. <laughs> yeah, I'd put you as a prince. I'd also put yeah. you as a prince. Oh, that's nice. Why is it nice? I think you'd be a great prince. Oh, that's, that's lovely. That's, that's oh, lovely no. Point. Mysterious Old Man. Mm, uh, excuse yeah. me. I will be playing Mysterious Old Man. That role is taken. <laughs> All right. It's the only, I'm sorry. It's the only role Patrick I could do in that prince show. prince over taken. here. No worries. Um, yeah, no. Into the Woods. What do you prince. love about it? <laughs> It is my favourite Sondheim musical. I wouldn't say I necessarily love it. Oh. Um, hot takes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, lo- lo- looking at the various ones mm. that Sondheim done, I mean, what, he, he did the lyrics to West Side Story and um, Ugh, really, no. not, really not. X, have, moving on. Have you ever listened to A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum? I haven't, no. You, you would you'd love, love it. You'd like it. that okay. show. Yeah. If, if you like something rotten, mm. I think it shares a lot of humour with A Funny Thing Happened mm. on the Way to okay. the Forum. Okay. So go home, put right it on. Right now. Yeah. Pod, oh, sorry, Pod, guys. Let's just, just, I'm yeah, yeah, All right, let's at least get through the quiz before we send him home. No. Yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. So what's your go-to favourite shower song? Uh, that would be Stars from Lemurs. I love building that Ooh. out. They're out in the dark. Do you turn the lights off while you shower to get really into it? Is that it? what you do, Patrick, when you sing it? Do I? Did and I stutter? Yes, of course. <laughs> and then you turn on like a laser projector. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just one of those cheap ones you buy at the $2 yeah, yeah, shop yeah. where it's just like a bulb with a spinning bit of plastic over the top. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can do the dramatic fall into the water at the end. It's perfect. <laughs> You've thought about this way too much. Oh, so you like you have like the double bath shower thing where well, like, you're know, uh, no, standing not, there no, enjoying but I, it. I'm a painful crumpled heap at the yeah, end, okay. but it's worth it. Yeah. Do you have like a really like one of those really small showers where it would be quite difficult to fully well, lie down in? We or? have two showers. One okay. is in the bathtub and <gasps> one is just a stand shower. Yeah. And so depending on how prepared I am for right. the performance in yeah. question, Look I'll Mr. Wonder over here. Oh, yeah. I have two showers. Well, to be fair, one is also our laundry and has a little shower, and then the other one is a proper shower. So, 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 so which one do you fall down and collapse in? Both. Okay. <laughs> do you find that quite painful? He's got. Yes, but you should really. You, if know, you're performing have to suffer stars. You, yeah. you do. You have to suffer for, for, for an audience. Yeah. No, people have seen it. Yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't call them an audience. Audiences usually want to be there. All right, before um, this gets any further into uh, Patrick's shower habits. Jesus. Um, and last question. Yeah, the, the controversial oh, one. my favourite question. If you had to delete one musical from the existence of history, which would it be? Oklahoma. <gasps> oh, yeah. no. No, that's a fair hate, choice. No. I, I was no. just about to warn you as everyone glaring at you across the table. I think that's right. Can you remember, in case it got lost in the outrage, what was the choice? No, no, let him speak. Can't. Oklahoma. Thank you. Cannot stand it. And what particular? What don't you like about it? There's, there's. Is it the? Yeah. Da 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 da. Is it that kind of stuff? Well, 
like thematically and everything that goes on in it, mm. it doesn't seem like a musical that particularly brings anything big to the table. I find it really annoying. I had to watch it a lot as a kid. It's because yeah. it's brilliant. No, tell you what, I, tell you what I like Hugh about Jackman Oklahoma. The one thing I like about Oklahoma is that it gave Jane Krakowski a platform to continue mm. her career, and I think that's a wonderful thing for a musical. And that to is a good do. thing. Dream ballet. No. <laughs> and oh. musical theatre wouldn't be what it is today if we didn't have Oklahoma. I know, and look at the state of musical yeah. theatre. So I think oh. you're quite right. I mean, oh, I mean, that's, yeah. And it's been well, deleted. I'm the, gone. The, the trigger has been pulled. Thank but, you. But I believe like, that's the second the, shot the, for Oklahoma. I like, don't think it's the first one. Okay. You know, there are a lot of like classical musicals that, you know, are really. Um, I, tell me another one. I double dare you. <laughs> Carousel. I go, Fuck Carousel that. is an oh, amazing. This, is, but this it, show does not have an explicit tag. Also, he's <laughs> our guest. Please go on. Yeah, yeah. Like this. I swore on this on my last Sontime episode. Patrick. I know, and I had to shock. I was. I it's was a great musical with great songs, and um, you know, we're talking about Carousel. Carousel. Yeah. Are you deleting that as well? No, no, no. We, no, we're no, no, no. Carousel. I was asked One for another. E- I was asked for another example <laughs> yeah. of another musical that is important, but oh, you know, I'm needs so to mad. be changed for the yeah. current environment. Yeah, and I, I can see why, especially Oklahoma as a show. If you had to rewatch it again and again mm. and again as a kid. I can imagine that wearing thin. It does. So, I so watched what we're it do? once a week. Once a week. Once Patrick. a Why? week. I watched Oklahoma. Like it's not great radio, but the pure fury in Jessica Ryan's eyes is unimaginable. So, so what we're going to do? Ada really nice Annie, <laughs> Annie to this day is my, it turns one of my dream roles. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with Broadway news. Oh, we're going to flex in the streets. <laughs> All right, Patrick, you've brought us some Broadway news. What is happening? I have now. Look, there's a lot happening and there's a lot of really important news, but I decided to instead focus on the things that just popped out to me. So we'll take the important news. Tomorrow is Tony Day. Oh, my God, it is. Tony, Tony, The listeners will know what happened. Um, But two things. Uh, Great news, exciting news. Andy Carl, love of my life, fire of my loins, (gasps) Andy Carl. Um, Yes, I love this news. Yeah, he's going to be in Pretty Pretty Woman Woman. the Musical. Yeah, Yeah, so exciting. So that's great because Very we love Andy Carl. Unfortunate, poor Steve because he his yes. family home burnt down, so he had to like cut it out. But Andy Carl's going in. Yeah, and we love we love Andy Carl. His friend face, of the show. His face of is so Please, Andy Carl, gorgeous. Drop us line. Andy, if you want to come on the show, we I, I like, think we he's could, a bit busy. We could probably find some time, I reckon, for him though. Well, how about we go over? He can come to us. It'll be fine. Um, the I'm second bit of news it. is um, <laughs> in twenty twenty. Our screens will be graced with an in with Anne in the Heights musical movie. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people already knew about that. I just found out. Not particularly excited, but we'll see where it goes. Maybe it might. It you're, might. you're not a fan of the show, or are you just not not turned on by the news? I'm not crazy about the show, but I, part of me thinks it might translate okay to film. I think it would. Make a great film. I can literally, mm. in my head, direct shot by shot the opening number. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The opening number is yes. shot by shot. 
Yeah, I think. And it might work better. I'm not crazy about the show, so yeah. maybe this is the rebirth Lights it up needs. Up in Washington Heights, break up at the break of day. I wake up. The casting for that this is an audition by Just Kate Ryan. Everyone, if you're directing in the Heights Look, for 2020, have a listen. Look, if you want a female Usnavi, I'll give it a red hot go. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, that, there's. Uh, yeah, no, so that, that's that the end of Broadway news. Yeah, yeah, problematic yeah. things. No, I, I guess yeah. if it's female, then uh, if if the casting's female, then it doesn't really matter Look, that you're so white. Yeah, I think no, it's. I, I think it matters. <laughs> I'm going to say it does. Apparently, matter. after uh, after what happened last year, it matters. I am not okay to play anybody in In the Heights. Okay, no. there we go. I agree. You heard it here first. Do not cast Jessica Ryan. But if someone wants to write a musical about 1800s convicts from like Ireland, Ireland? I'm your gal. Do it. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Ned Kelly, we'll do it. <gasps> we could do Angela. We can bring back Benedict Braxton Smith. He's never coming back to Australia. He's so happy over there. It's heartbreaking. I miss him. I mean, yeah, you would be happy. Yeah, you there. would. Yeah, you would be. And but also we, heartbroken. That mean, we don't need him to do Ned Kelly. We'll just give give us the score, Benedict, and then we'll we fucking could, do it. We could do Angela's Ashes, the comedic musical oh. extravaganza, arena spectacular of Angela's yes, Ashes. Yes. No, I'm thinking like a one-woman show of me. Doing Angela's Ashes. Angela's Ashes, right? I want I want a, like, Rocky-style fight scene where you beat the fleas out of the mattress. Yes. But with, like, okay. strobe lighting and stuff. We need to take a break. <laughs> oh, God. Flesh this idea out. Yeah. We'll come back and then. I'll contact Stephen Schwartz. Well, then we'll talk about. He is yeah, not young writing that show. He's written it. So, Tristan, what can you tell us about Young Frankenstein? Well, uh, Young Frankenstein as a musical was thought about by a quite famous uh, writer, director, and producer by the name of Mel Brooks. Hmm. Listeners may have heard of this gentleman. Who? No, no. Who's uh, that? Mel Brooks. Oh, friend um, of the show, Mel Brooks. Yes, correct, yeah, correct, yeah. yeah. You mean um, king of comedy? Mel yeah, Brooks. I mean, he may have been around for you know, a couple of things. But um, so... <laughs> After he uh, successfully turned uh, the producers into a musical, um, after of course, yeah, that went well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, it went, went right. very had well. It uh, had a had a large like number most of Tony Awards Tony ever. Tony Awards, yeah, one million Tony Awards. I Correct. Believe. I believe. Yeah, I'm I believe sure that was right. the final count. Yeah. Um, record twelve Tony Awards, in fact. And mm-hmm. old Hamilton only won eleven. Ah, uh, unlucky. I'm like yeah. Hamilton, I like thank the producers Jesus. is a controversial takes by Patrick no, Beckham, but, but it's a better but, show. I'm going to say something <laughs> controversial. The you? original, yeah, I'm a, don't stop me, Patrick. <laughs> go don't. on, go on, go on, go on. Um, I think the producer's movie is better than the musical. That is controversial. We don't have time to get into it here, but I appreciate the I'm hot just going to drop that bomb. Anyway, continue, Tristan. Sorry. So after, <laughs> after that was successfully, uh, you know, converted from a movie into a musical, uh, he decided to do uh, the same thing. Uh, with Young Frankenstein, which was a movie in uh, 1974. And uh, whilst, whilst the producers did uh, win a lot of Tonys, um, Young Frankenstein, not so much. Ooh. But, so, um, the to history. To be fair, I will say, if we're comparing it to the producers, it's not, hasn't got quite as many layers. Mm. Yeah, it's not the, the best re- musical ever written. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sure. But it is a lot of fun. It's a lot it of fun. It is a lot of fun. Very yeah, funny. So enjoyable. Um, so, yeah, so they had uh, tryouts in Seattle at the Paramount Theatre in uh, late. I've been there. Oh, nice. Was it pleasant? It's beautiful. Oh. It's a very pretty theatre. 
Assume good place for tryouts. Yeah, in 2007. And so they went, all right, let's do some previews and opened on Broadway uh, in November 2007 at the Lyric Theatre. Um, and then it closed in January 2009 after almost 500 performances. That's a good run. Yeah. It's not a bad run. It's not a bad run. Yeah. There have been smaller runs. Correct. Mm. There have been. Yeah. Larger runs, <laughs> smaller runs, some in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it had a had a budget of $16 million plus, um, but they did not uh, actually report their box office return. So we don't know. Mm. Mm. Always Suspicious. Good, always right? a good sign. Always yeah. a good sign. Hey. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, did yeah, yeah. Mailbox move to Rio? <laughs> <laughs> well, you may never know. So um, they released a cast album um, on December 26, 2007, um, and uh, it actually reached uh, third on the Billboard um, cast album chart. Ooh. Get out. Yeah. Get out of town. Yeah. Leave. No, okay. Bye. Literally get out the door. <laughs> That's great. Good on them. Can we just all stop trying to send Tristan away? Like, he's, he's intimidating. Like- <laughs> he's really talented and he's lovely. I'm so Sorry, s- go on. I'm go so on. Sad. Um and so there was a there, there was a USA national tour um from late 2009 until May 2011, which went basically everywhere in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um and then a second national tour which started in 2011. Don't know when it ended. Oh, probably sometime. Yep, definitely sometime after that. Um, it's like it's still cranking out, and the <laughs> ensemble yeah. like. <laughs> it's been really a long seven years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then uh, there was a uh, premiere in uh, the United Kingdom oh. um, at the Newcastle Theatre Royal, the Royal Royal Theatre, from uh, uh, August to September two thousand seventeen. And oh, recent. Yeah, and then it opened on West End. Um, it opened in October uh, 2017, oh. and it is still running. Oh, good on them. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? So um, to the London cast of Young Frankenstein, yeah. good luck to you. Hope it keeps going. Yeah. Let's stay employed. Um, yeah, keep the run going. Well done. Yeah. Claps all round. <laughs> Claps, Claps all round for the West End cast of Young round Frankenstein. Of They're earning thousands of dollars a week. And I think they get applause every night for yeah. it. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, but yeah. not from me. No. <laughs> that's true. And that's a very special applause. So yeah. I'm sure they appreciate that. Well, they will in the <laughs> it, it, in the UK version. Um, they actually did change some of the musical numbers. Mm. Um, do, should we talk about that now? Oh no, tell us now. Later? Tell us oh, now. Okay. I'm excited. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm actually pretty sad about some of the songs they cut. Oh. Um, so they got rid of the Happiest Town, which is oh, the musical oh. start. It's so camp. Yeah, and they it's um, a great introduction. Did they replace the it, or is she? No, just... it just goes straight into the brain. No, after the overture. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, London cast, I know I just gave you a bit of a pause, yeah, but you're look, on thin I'm gonna, ice. Like, you're pull on it back thin a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think the cast had anything to do no, with it. Oh, no. Okay. I don't know. That Hadley Fraser, he can't <laughs> be trusted. There you go. Yeah. Um, and they also cut uh, Join the Family Business, oh. which cuts the entire dream sequence, apparently. So. Um, all right, London cast. Uh, gonna I'm going to formally retract my <laughs> yeah. applause because you've hurt me. Um, and everyone here at this table. And there are some there, there are some new numbers. Oh, uh, oh so wait. It it could work it could. and hang him till he's dead. So shit. Hmm. Yeah. Who knows? That would Maybe be for the hanging. Work. Presumably. Presumably it, it replaces, for the hanging. It replaces the law. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the West End production actually will uh will actually close quite soon in uh August two thousand eighteen. 
Um, and so it was there for 11 months. And then uh, there will be a cast recording uh, released very soon in July. Ooh. Oh. Um, and then Hadley a- Fraser on recording. Yes. Yeah. And a UK tour will start in September 2019. Okay, but then with bated breath, we are waiting. Any word on an Australian tour starring Rob Mills and Lucy Durack? Not. I have heard. (laughs) Patrick. We can do Touch wood. (laughs) I love Lucy. She's a really great gal. She's so lovely. She could probably do Inga. I think she could. Oh, that's who I'm picturing. I'm picturing Inga. We'll we'll talk about Australian Dreamcast maybe later in the show. And must we? And the strong female <laughs> characters. True. Okay, look, we'll save cast for later. <laughs> All right. So it's a short history because yeah. it hasn't been around that long. Hasn't been around that long. No. Um, the movie's really good, though, because oh. that has Gene Wilder. Oh. oh. Gene Wilder, who's that? Actual gift from God, Gene yeah. Wilder. Yeah. He has been in quite R. a R. lot of things. Oh, he's just so good. Yeah. And I must May say, like, rest in was peace. also in the producer's movie. Yeah, he's yeah. just, what a, what, a, what a man, what a boy. Um. Some of the what I loved, I only discovered this musical recently, and by recently I mean today, um, because we were doing this pod. And what I loved, as someone who's a bit of a fan of the movie, is how much of the movie they just mm. they just kept in. They knew it was yeah. good. Yeah, they knew they had knew the material. Works. Yeah, they knew it worked, and they went fine. Let's put it in the show, and it works again in the show. Yeah, yeah. well, honestly, it's good material. Uh, Mel Brooks always has like a very theatrical mm. idea of comedy, even when he's doing movies, so it translates quite well. Yeah. To the stage, um, and it's it's he's quite odd because Mel Mel Brooks all of his comedy it's super camp, super all the jokes are so obvious and yeah, in your face, but yeah. they're also so smart that he gets away with it. They're such bad jokes, but they're so smart that they're hilarious. Yeah. I, to this day, my father and I were talking about this probably about two hours ago. How like the most iconic film moment, Love Power in the producers movie. Yeah, you've seen that. <laughs> oh my. God, <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed more than when I saw that. It's amazing, and like just see oh. it, like Blazing Saddles again. Like it's, and I suppose Zane, do you like Mel Brooks? Yeah. Now Mel yeah. Brooks is a man who loves a good pun, and the fact that Zane loves Mel Brooks shows you how clever his work is. There is a lot of stuff of. Mel Am Brooks I crazy that I can't in thinking stand? that he oh, was okay. involved in Get Smart? I couldn't. Ooh. I believe he was a producer, right? Okay. Yeah, but like, because on Cause the film podcast, second take, we we did a Mel Brooks section, and we did Spaceballs, and that was an effort to get through. Spaceballs is one of his. It's not bad, but it's definitely one of his weaker Oof. films. Like, but competing Oof. against films like The Producers and Young Frankenstein. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? The original producers could could be called. The best comedy film of all time mm. could mm. be, and uh, well, the name Mel is Brooks actually me. thinks that the Young Frankenstein was his best film that he's made. I would probably agree. I yeah, prefer being, Young Frankenstein to like, the producers as a movie in terms of actual film construction. It's definitely yeah. the best shot of his films. I just have a sweet spot for the producers, so over for Young Frankenstein. But Young Frankenstein is entertaining still. I uh, I think you said that he thought that uh, Blazing Saddles and uh, the producers were funnier yeah. than than Young Frankenstein. Right. Look, I'm going to trust his opinion. I he's mean, Mel Brooks. He, he kind of knows what he's talking he's still about. Still alive? He is. Yes. Yeah. He's kicking on. I think he just turned 92. He is so old. Mm. But like, we need to protect him. But if I can say, like, put him in a bunker. I don't know. We've got it. Whatever's necessary. Save him from the elements. <laughs> him. 
Maggie Smith. Stasis. Oh, God. The day that happens, I'm going to be on the day floor. what happens, don't talk about it. No. If you speak it out into the universe, it no. becomes real. No. I, All right. No. Okay. I heard so someone talk there, about there, the scene. Anyway. If, I was to say, if I was to say one thing, though, about uh, the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, so. Say two. There is. Okay, maybe I will. Thank you. So, okay, well, okay, my first thing then yeah. is that uh, it's it's in black and white, yeah. but they, um, the, the not the producers, the film studio, didn't want them to make it in black and white. They wanted to make it in color. And so one of the one of the things that Mel Brooks forced on them and made sure there was no trickery and no no tricks was that he's like, no, it has to be in black and white. And so they eventually came around to that. They released a film in the 70s in black and white. Correct. It's just, it, yeah. yeah. It's, a it's perfect. Like, it would be weird if it was in colour. It would yeah, be weird. Yeah. yeah, well, it's a parody of a black and white movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the musical's in colour. <laughs> oh, poor form. Who, yeah. Whose idea was right. that? <laughs> Correct. Harder to do a musical. Look, West End Look. cast, sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Get but, it in but, black no, number two, number two, quick. No, number, number two, two, number two. Th- this is important. Yeah. So, in every, in, in basically every uh, Mel Brooks uh, film, there is the running gag of someone saying to another character, walk this way, right? <laughs> this originated in Young Frankenstein. Oh, I'm losing already. <laughs> so, and he, he uh, Mel Brooks didn't actually think it was funny enough to keep, but, they, so but they, he was convinced to. And then that became the, um, <laughs> the motivation for Aerosmith to write, walk to call way. its song, Walk This Way, is from the 1974 <laughs> film of Young Frankenstein. Oh, my goodness. The more you know. <laughs> and it's done so well in the musical. Correct. It's yeah. amazing in the musical. Oh. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to figure out how to protect Mel Books from the <laughs> And elements. also figure out how to get a musical into black and white. All right, we've got a mission and we'll come back <laughs> and we'll talk about the plot. Is it paint or light? Costumes, I Both. suspect. Costumes and lighting, yeah. doll. Makeup. Yeah. All right, what happens in Young Frankenstein? Oh, look, a lot happens. It's all good. Buckle up, especially if you're driving. You should be buckled up, please. <laughs> um, seriously, bu- buckle up. It's it's very important. But f- it's two-act, two-actor, two-parter. We love it. It's got an sure. intermission. Starts off. In 1934, the villages of Transylvania Heights celebrate the funeral procession of the scientist Dr. Ving- Dr. Victor von Frankenstein. However... Inspector Kemp, who has a wooden right arm and a wooden left leg, of course, um, tells the town of the existence of Victor's grandson, Frederick, um, the Dean of Anatomy at New York's Johns, Miriam and Anthony Hopkins School of Medicine. Um, I read that. I laughed so uh, hard. The village idiot, Ziggy, convinces the other villagers that there is no way that a New York doctor would come to Transylvania, thus continuing the celebration. Um, Thank you, Mel Brooks, for that paragraph. (laughs) Um, In New York, Frederick Frankenstein... is he what? No, he calls himself Frankenstein. Frankenstein. My name is Frankenstein. Yes, Frederick. Um, he's embarrassed to be a Frankenstein, insisting. Oh, yep, that his name is Frankenstein, um, and that he's not a madman but a scientist. He teaches his students about the greatest minds of science um, in a song called "The Brain." Uh, after learning that he has inherited his grandfather's castle in Transylvania, he's forced to resolve the issue of the property. Um, as Elizabeth Benning. Uh, Frederick's fiance sees him off. It's clear that their relationship is not physical at all. Um, as Eliz- Elizabeth uh, basically enumerates all of the lustful situations that they could be in, but will definitely not be in, and from which they are abstaining. Um, don't. 
Um, and she, yeah, a great song. And she caps it off with a real sort of celebration of her breasts in particular, which is a good way to end a number. Yeah, um, always. So he yeah, arrives. At- that's a, that's a that's a a running gag for. <laughs> Brooks. Yeah. But look, it works. And he's <laughs> definitely one of the- a boob man. Yeah. Um, so arriving at Transylvania Heights, Frederick meets the hunchback, Igor. But it's not Igor, it's pronounced Igor, um, the grandson of Victor Frank- von Frankenstein's henchman, who is overjoyed to meet Frederick. Igor con- um, tries to convince him to continue in his grandfather's footsteps. Um, he's already hired the services of Inga, who's a yodeling lab assistant with a degree in l- laboratory science from the local community college. <laughs> um, <laughs> During a wagon ride to the castle, um, a yodeling Inga and the doctor indulge in, they sort of have a little bit of a meet and greet and it gets quite slapstick in a sort of, uh, would we say it's a first love sort of way is the nicest sure, way to put that? Yeah, yeah. I guess they, they have various indiscretions. In yeah, the, the number is called Roll in the Hay, if that gives Roll, it away. Um <laughs> But um, when they reach the castle, they meet the mysterious Frau Blucher. Um, whose spoken name frightens the horses. Um, You're welcome. Once inside the castle's main living room, um, Frederick falls asleep reading Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm and dreams that his grandfather and ancestors encourage him to build a monster. Um, He's awakened by Inga and they, um, followed shortly by Igor, find the secret entrance to his grandfather's laboratory behind a bookcase, um, and they do this by following eerie violin music um, throughout the castle. Um, of course, that's what you would do. What yeah, that is what you, you would do yeah. in a mystery castle. Um, they discover the mysterious violin player to be Frau Blucher, who tells um them of, basically tells them of the past and the late Victor, and it turns out that she was not just his housekeeper, but she was also his girlfriend. Um, after he refused to marry her. Yeah, he sounds awful. Actually, <laughs> yes. it's, it's not a nice picture that they paint. Doctor Frankenstein, not a great guy. No, not a good guy. Um, after reviewing his notes. Uh, sorry, his grandfather's notes, Frederick decides to carry on the experiments and the reanimation of the dead and requests Igor to find a large corpse as well as the brain of a scholar. Um, the villagers gather at the local town hall for a meeting and are instructed to be on the lookout for grave robbers, conveniently, really conveniently there. Um, as Frederick and Igor go to the town with go through the town with their corpse, um, Everyone's on the lookout trying to find grave robbers. Um, Igor returns with the brain but drops it, secretly replacing it with another brain. Um, Frederick creates the creature who goes on a violent rampage <laughs> shortly after waking. Fantastic. As they do. That's, as you do. As you that do. is as is known to happen. It's part of the canon. Science. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. what else do you expect? Um, the doctor is dismayed to find that Igor had provided a different brain um, whose name he recalls as being Abby Normal. That was the name on the brain, Abby Normal. Um, Inspector Kemp um, and the townspeople come to the castle to investigate, pretending to be welcoming Frederick. Um, Frederick and his employees try to stall the villagers while Frau Blutscher frees the monster without te- letting Frederick know. Panic ensues as the monster breaks free from the stage and runs through the audience. So, so how do they stall the guests, though? Are we going to... Are we going to give that away or are we going to wait for the next section? Wait for the next section for that then. I I don't want to take that away from the next section. It's pretty pretty special. Okay. Um, But it's done very well. Yeah, good. I'm Um, excited then for the next section. (laughs) Um, Act two. The town begins to search for the monster with Frau Blucher trying to bring him back with the music from her violin, but it doesn't work. Um, Inga talks to the anxious doctor um, and Frau Blucher and Igor go to find the two... Oh, sorry. Frau Blucher and Igor go and find the two of them. So Inga and 
Dr. Frederick, yeah. um, suspended um, on a platform, completing what Igor refers to as an experiment in female anatomy. Um, Elizabeth, winky face? Frederick's fiance. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, the winky face thing. Um, Fred, uh, Elizabeth, Frederick's fiance, arrives unexpectedly in Transylvania with a large entourage and finds, finds Frederick and Inga both in a state of undress. Um, they tell her that no funny business was taking place. Meanwhile, the monster finds a blind hermit named Harold. Um, Played uh, by uh, Gene Hackman in the movie. Yes. I believe. I think so. Yes, Gene Hackman. I just confirmed it. Gene Hackman played the blind hand. <laughs> um, so the monster breaks through um, Gene Hackman's house wall. Um, um, eventually, after Harold slash Gene Hackman um, accidentally pours hot soup into the monster's lap and lights his thumb, mistaking it for a cigar, um, the monster is uh, driven in pain into another wild rampage and leaves. Frederick locks himself into a room with the monster and after overcoming his fears, he tells the monster that he is a handsome man who is loved and will be hailed by all. Aww. <laughs> I know. Don't um, we all just want to be told that we're a handsome man that will be hailed by all? I would like to be yeah. hailed by all. I would also like that. Give or take the handsome man. Just absolute oh, power sounds come lovely. On, Patrick. Um, just absolute power. Just absolute power. Um, the monster is then presented at the Lowe's Transylvania Theatre, now dressed as a gentleman, um, first walking on command and then dancing to um, Irving Berlin's Putting on the Ritz. Um, while taking his bow, the monster is scared when some stage lights explode. Elizabeth is cab- captured by the creature and is taken to a cave where he forces himself upon her. However, she's now seeing a different side of the monster and discovers what she's been yearning for in her life all along. Luring the monster back to the castle by the music of a French horn, Frederick attempts an intelligence transfer, science, um, Mm. but the monster doesn't wake. And to make things worse, Inspector Kemp and the angry villagers, um, believing that Elizabeth has been killed, by the monster, break into the castle and bring Frederick to the gallows. The doctor is hanged after finally accepting his family name. But wait, there's more. Um, the monster then returns, not only able to speak um, articulately, but is also using his newly transferred medical skills to discover that Frederick is not dead, but merely unconscious and is able to revive him. Just as the crowd is about to rehang Frederick and the monster, Elizabeth arrives. The monster proposes to Elizabeth. Um, and a happy ending is ahead for all as the moon shines high on the newly engaged Doctor and Inga. Um, so the difference is from the film. Yeah. Um, so it's mostly the same, but there's a couple of changes. Uh, the opening sequence isn't based on any part of the film that's brand new um, and kind of just as an opening exposition number. That happens a lot in yeah. sort yeah. of the property transfers to stage. Into, uh, him in his laboratory. Yes. Oh. Um, Elizabeth arrives in Transylvania earlier in the film um, where she arrives after the putting on the Ritz sequence, um, uh, a song in the film, which happens in the film, but is only performed by Frederick and the Monster. In the musical, everyone gets on board, which is great. You need a good chorus number. Um, The scene from the film with the little girl is not in the musical. In the film, the monster is lured not by a French horn but a violin and awakens in the laboratory directly after the brain transfer. Um, in the musical, the villagers hang Frederick before the monster wakes him and saves him, um, with the ensuing finale being much more expanded and complex. But that's what you need for, for a stage show. Mm. You need a bit more at the end. You need the big more. double, triple weddings. Triple it's wedding. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. Triple wedding. It's a comedy. Got to have a wedding. But yeah, or two. It's a bit of a convoluted plot, but that's part of the comedy. Is that it constantly twists in ridiculous directions? Science. Science. Always science. 
I just love the mental image of a blind guy lighting someone's thumb <laughs> on fire thinking it's a cigar. Like, that's brilliant. Great. And it's the kind of joke that only Mel Brooks can get away with. He has so many jokes that are really, they're not okay. But, <laughs> God, they're funny. Yeah. And he gets away with it. It's because he's Jewish. Ooh. He can get away with anything. That that could be misinterpreted, Zane. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. But it's fine. It's fine. But, yeah, he's just. I've already said that he's one of my favourite people in the entire world. He's very funny. All right. I want to take a break and then I want to talk about the music. Okay, then we'll talk about the music. The music in this gets in your head and it stays there. It's good. Forever. Miranda isn't here, so she can't appreciate the overture, but we do have a whole, a whole overture in this one. So feel free to jump in on the songs that you like. The Happiest Town. Yep, okay, I'm jumping in. I okay, really like good. it. I really like it. It's you don't really like it, Jess, or you do? I really like it. Yeah, it's really it's really good tone setter. Oh yeah. For this. And I think it's a really good audition. And I don't know what the show would be like without it. Did you say audition or addition? Addition. Addition. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, I like I don't no. know why they would cut it. Mm, it's weird. Yeah, West End. We need to have words. The brain. Good audition oh, song, yes. apparently. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing <laughs> song. I love it. The patter section, the yeah. not patter section, like everything's amazing. Patter song within a non-patter song. And he just lists a whole bunch of scientists and then makes puns about the scientists and it's And Zane didn't hate it. Um, Do you not like patter? He doesn't like puns. I don't like puns. I, it's not... Neither. Uh, look, yeah, puns. Puns in songs I can get away with. Because you you can play it off as wordplay. Puns outside of songs, they're just puns. <laughs> the look on Zane's face there is, is just... <laughs> there's no justification for that. Please don't touch me, Elizabeth. Funny song. Funny, oh, funny song. I'm song. taking it and claiming it as mine. Yeah. Yeah, all it's, right. I'm not going to perform it. In I don't my have for it. Pluto Mrs. White outfit. <laughs> It's, yeah, <laughs> that's a strong choice. The dance, choice. the dance of this song is amazing. There's a bit where like they're, they're in couples and they're not touching each other. Oh, and there's it's... one bit where the the women like lean back and then they fall over because the man isn't catching <laughs> it's them. Such it's a like... good yeah. The gag in this is fantastic. <laughs> like actually taking the time to force a choreographer to choreograph a dance sequence where the partners can't touch each other. Hilarious. And then everything yeah. goes wrong. Yeah. Oh. oh, sorry. Well, I'll try now, this to... is one of my favorite songs. Together again. Together again for the person. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Again, yeah. you've heard this song before. You listen to it and you're like, I've heard this song before. Yeah. Even if you haven't heard it before, because it's that song. But it's so funny. And again, such one of those lighthearted concepts that Mel Brooks does where it's the joke is together again, but we're meeting for the first time, the inherent comedy in that. It's not even a great joke, but he does it so well it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's really really Igor's chance to kind of steal Steal it. Like, this is Igor's song. And yeah. it has two of the best jokes from the film in it. Yes. Yeah. The walk this way little sequence yeah. is, ah, uh, ah. Uh, and, and again, the dance is also amazing in this song. The, the, the dance they do together. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, I would love to be in this song one yeah. day. Yeah. Now tell us about the choreography for Roll in the Hay. They're in a They're car. In a wagon. There's hay and they bounce up and down a lot. Isn't and it a wagon? And down oh, yeah, wagon. and up and down and up and down. Is this some kind of innuendo there? But I'm not really sure. 
Hmm. Yeah, the song was called Roll in the Hay. I Wink- think they're getting at something. But <laughs> Winky I'm, face? Yeah. Um, I, Winky the great thing about yeah, this, okay. the horse puppets they used were fantastic. Oh. Um, so what's happening with the setup for this, at least on the um, on Broadway, is they have you're looking at the back of the cart and it's covered in hay and you've got um, Frankenstein at this point and Inga and then Igor is driving the cart into the back curtain basically and you can yeah. see the horses um, even further away mm. and they're just done so well. They did that. Song on one of the talk shows. Yeah, oh, it's like that promo. was. Yeah, that was one. Of, that was the only song that I knew from this show up until I found out I was doing this podcast. And of course, there's a yodeling section and of a course. female lead with a and Sutton Foster just smiling with a blonde wig. You know, <laughs> I will she looks say. So good. Brooks did learn from the producers. Yes, and put more than one woman in this show. Yes. Yeah. He put two women in this show. There's three. No, there's three. Yeah, but again, um, they don't. Uh, they all. They, they're not yeah. great role models. No, were, no, they they're all, not. But they're more heavily featured than pretty much anyone else. And they're mm. quite funny. They're very they're funny. fun parts. Yeah. Like, yeah, and they're not any more ridiculous than the male characters either. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like all all three of them, are, their characters are heavily central on. Having a romantic interest in at least one character and like, sex, yeah, and 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 that is their thing. Yeah, like they have mm. very little else apart from that. Join the family business. I'm not a huge fan of this song. Really, really, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I probably just love every song in this show, but I, I did <laughs> I like think this. It's Patrick's show. new favorite musical. Mm. Whoa, microphone attacked. It, microphone it dropped out of nowhere. Um. I, I thought this song was, yeah, I, I really, oh, it's doing it again. Why um, are you sorry, the recording room is haunted, which is very exciting. It's the ghost of Melbourne. I've been waiting <laughs> during the family business song. This is when all the ghosts come out and like freak yeah, everybody yeah. out. And this is, there is a um, giant monster. There is a giant monster in this scene. It's, it's amazing. So cool. And this is um, uh, Frankenstein's grandfather singing yes. to him in a dream that he really needs to do whatever he's done. I mean, did done. they steal that from something? I don't know. Not- Nope, never heard no, of it. No, no. <laughs> then we go to he was my boyfriend. This is funny. This is this funny. is funny. But like also, ooh, <laughs> it it toes a line. It it does. But it does toe the but line. Like this is yeah. But you've got old mate singing it, so it's all fine. Mm, yeah. Oh, she does a good job. She yeah, does. The delivery yeah, yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to casting in a minute, and I'm just gonna. We okay. will. Uh, the law, which is the camp and villages. Life, life, which is it's alive, but as in a musical, um, it's done well. It is. It's not done poorly. No, no, I'm not. I, I did not say that it was. Mm. And I think I think a lot of the songs in this show they do exactly what they need to do. None of the songs are the greatest song you will ever hear in a musical, but they're no. all good. They're all funny, and they're all enjoying well, to listen to. That's the thing. Like Mel Brooks isn't about a, a really intense or tricky story is literally you know what the story is mm. it's the jokes that he puts in along the way yeah. that make it worth it like please don't touch me like yeah that could yeah. that could be a, a funny three lines of dialogue yeah. or it could be this hilarious song yeah with life life though like the tone completely changes at that point like it's yeah. quite a serious a serious song and you know it's a bit like he sings a lot softer it's a lot less um, you know, showmany and whatever. And it's, it's a lot less producers, and yeah, a lot yeah. of this, a lot of the songs in this show are very producers. He knows yeah. he has a thing that works, and people love it. But yeah, life, life does depart from that, and it's refreshing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Welcome to Transylvania, which is again the village quartet and Kemp, and then it is Igor 
and Frederick and Inga distracting the villagers by doing the Transylvania Mania, Mania. which is a great <laughs> song. It's <laughs> amazing. And that's the end of Act One. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's Transylvania Mania is just fun. It's not fan, like, it's not, again, not the best group number you've ever heard. It's not the best dance you've ever seen on Broadway, but it all is just done. I feel like. Well. I'd have less feelings about this show if he had done this first, like if he'd done Young uh, before, Frankenstein before the producers. Yeah. Because, I mean, the producers isn't my favourite show, but it is an excellent mm. musical. And then I listen to this and I'm like, they're trying to hit something. Yeah, but they're, they're reaching for They're the reaching for it and it's just not happening. Yeah, so they set the bar too high I with producers, yeah. High. They could have done this first and people would have been like, yeah, that's mm. a really good show. And then imagine coming up with the producers mm. after this. People would lose their ever-loving minds. Anyway, act two. <laughs> <laughs> He's loose, which is Kemp in the Villages. And then Listen to Your Heart with Inga. Um, again, Winky Face? Yeah. yeah, we, yep. yeah. <laughs> that's like a staple audition song. Yeah. It's, like, it's in a mm. lot of audition books, actually. Listen to Your Heart. From the show where it's not inside your heart from You're in Town? No, listen to your heart. So they're, they're yeah. both then really big audition songs. <laughs> I haven't heard this one before listening to this show. I feel, yeah, um, I feel like it's in a, bit, it's in a few mm. rep books. I've heard it a few times. Do we like good. hearing it at auditions? Do we want to yeah, encourage this further? I think it's perfectly it's fine. fine. Great. Yeah. Some uh, good puns in it. I think it, like, Some good philosophers yeah. get mentioned. <laughs> some, some good fun there. Surprise, Elizabeth <laughs> oh, Frau Blucher, this could. Igor, and Entourage. Oh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> really? Oh, why not? Uh, it, like, yeah. I mean, this character certainly needed a, probably another song. Uh, oh, she has, what, what three? Three? Yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, I just find this song You feel like annoying. it was like it was just crammed in there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It is weird that you, you look so disappointed. Well, I mean. Such a sad I really like this face. musical. And, and this is this is yeah. the song you yeah. like listening to it. This yeah. is the one you skip. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Please send me someone which is the hermit. Oh. <laughs> it's cute. I think it's funny. It's yeah, real yeah. cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then the monster bursts through the wall. Yeah. Like it's a oh, it's a setup you see coming from a mile off, but it still yeah. pays. <laughs> Man about town, which is just Fe- Frederick talking to the monster. And then we get putting on the Ritz. Wow. Like I find this mad that they put an Irving Berlin song in the middle of a like a new American musical. This yeah. is like that's crazy to me. <laughs> it's, it's that so is funny. honestly think madness. They had to because mm. this was the only song in the movie. Mm. That's true. And, and it's so know, iconic from the like, Teaching teaching the monster to tap dance to oh. it's like the Lion King getting mentioned in Wicked or something. Like it's just Or it's true. like yeah. Frozen yeah. getting mentioned in the Lion King. Oh wait, yeah. they do that. Frozen Wait, getting mentioned on Lion King on Broadway at the moment um, for the sequence where Zazu is um, captured by Scar instead of singing I've Got a Lovely Bunch of Coconuts. He sings, he Let, sings it go. Let It Go. And Scar says, I can't stand it. Are Stop you it. Joking I'm not me? joking. No. So of Zazu course. starts going in his Zazu voice, Let it go, let it go, like that. Of and course then Scar, you would know this because you're Scar. And yeah. then Scar chucks a tantrum. So yeah, it's and exactly you, like that happening. How do you feel about that, Patrick? To be honest, it made the kids really happy and it was a joke they could get and I feel like that's fine. Oh, Patrick thinking about the kids. It's a family show. They probably wouldn't get the original song. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. It's a better song. I think it works better in. Do you love Elizabeth? Oh, that. 
<laughs> Winky Megan, face? Oh. Definitely Winky I remember oh, okay. Megan Mullally singing this at the Tony Awards and just being like, well, she can sing. Yeah, yeah. it's... My God! Yeah, she's great. So good. And sing in character of. Oh, in character voice it wasn't. Mm. Car- like, it was, I didn't feel like I was watching Karen and Will and Grace. Yeah. Oh. Well, that, that's the thing. Karen and Will and Grace is so removed from what Megan Mullally is as a person. Is. I know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, deep love. It's uh, a good song. It's a good song. Frederick's soliloquy, which is uh, coming. Is that towards a joke the end about there. Carousel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Deep Love Reprise, which is the monster and the villagers, and then finale Ultimo. 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 Does that okay? Uh, professing my own ignorance, what does Ultimo actually mean? Because it ultimate. comes up in my the life. Last. That's all it means. The last, the ultimate. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. Because I'm seeing it a lot recently, and I'm like. It's my suspicion. In your everyday, Patrick, it coming up in, like, you know. I think I'm being exposed more to the end of my life, but maybe musical theatre. That's bleak. Welcome to my life, Jessica Ryan. (laughs) It's bleak. (laughs) No, um, I think it's because probably my, thank you, um, musicals taught me everything I know, but I'm being saturated with musical theatre and the term comes up a lot. You're welcome. Well, other people can be just as welcome as I am if they too decide to become Patreons. You can become a Patreon by searching for Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know at patreon.com. You can. You can do that. Wink. You can do exactly what he did. Winky face? No winky face there. No winky face No, just a wink as in you get it. How much would you need to pledge to get a winky face? Because I heard there were going to be some nude photos a couple of episodes ago. (gasps) What? From who? From whom? From Fifi? I think, I think it was uh, Curtis Lang might have brought up the fact that nude photos need to be introduced into the Patreon. Patrick, are you putting your hand up to do these nude photos? No, definitely not. Has no anyone done Hair the Musical that. yet? <gasps> not yet. No. Yeah, that's, that's how that mm. could happen. I'll put my hand up to do that show. I love that show. There we are, Jess Kate Ryan, yeah, volunteering. Patreons, yep. winky face, $50 a I month. I am get not in. getting naked. <laughs> um, but that's the end of the show. That's where it closes. Hey, that's... Ultimo, that's, that's yeah. the end. And the audience like it. Again, not as Sometimes. good a finale like. as the producers with Get Out. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a great song. Such yeah. a, yeah. Uh, oh, again, it just, mm, mm. we're not recording mm. anymore, are we? No, we definitely are. Oh, oh good. Fantastic. Stop. Good, sorry. We're, we're just um, going to keep going. But, yeah, um, again, it's hard not to compare this show to pro- the producers, also because a lot of the songs sound like producers songs. And again, it's yeah. because Mel Brooks wrote it all, um, but it is a good show. And even if you're struggling not to compare it with the producers, just appreciate it for what it is. Cause it yeah. is a good show on its own. Um, yeah. Uh, I will yeah, say absolutely. there is another song on the cast recording. Oh my. That comes after fin- finale. Ultimo. Oh, is it an encore? Oh my God. What is no, it? No, It's Megan Mullally. Yeah. Singing. Go alone. on. I'm all alone with, just 21 servants and me. It's a great song. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's on Spotify. I'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah. That um, sounds a lot like I'm all alone yeah, yeah, from Spamalot. Oh. It, no, totally different. <laughs> okay. She's like, oh, I have my life is so hard because mm. it's just me and all of my serving boys. That does no. sound like Spamalot. It does yeah. sound like Spamalot. <laughs> Make it dry. Make it too dry. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's brilliant. Yeah, it's more of it's her. very funny. Uh, again, and uh, I, that would be a great character audition song. Hint, uh, hint. All right. Well, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about who's been in it, Ooh, other than yeah. Megan Mullally. 
All right, Jess, not Julie, who was in this show or who has been in this right. show. Well, I'm going to start creatives first. Yeah, by oh. all means. So, She's not Julie. sounds so fucking surprised. We usually, like, we don't always cover the creatives and I think it's important because they're amazing. I think it's amazing. important because, mm. number one, Directed and choreographed by mm-hmm. Susan Stroman. Yep. What a boss. Yep. My God, that woman is so talented. Just bring her in. Her Oklahoma choreography. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jessica Ryan a is decent show. still sore, but yeah, it's all right. <laughs> very. Her, the National Theatre production choreography of Oklahoma is, to this day, some of the best choreo I have watched. Amazing. My fave. It is It is impressive. It's so good. Yeah. Um. So you've got Susan... You got old mate uh, sets designs by Robin Wagner, costumes by easily one of my favorite Broadway costume designers, William Ivy Long. I love that you have a favorite, well, or a list of your favorite well, Broadway costume designers. He first came up on my radar with Cinderella. Oh, yeah. the, okay. re- the recent Rodgers and Hammerstein. Was that the one with Carly Rae Jepsen? Uh, originally, Laura Osnes. But was the the one that Carly Rae? She was like Jepsen third replacement. Yeah. Apparently, she was really good. And look, I'm look as a certified card carrying homosexual. I am a fan of Carly Rae Jepsen. I think the pop- who gave you your certification, Zane? You did. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it was You're a wonderful right. night. Jeez. There was lots of anyway. news. Anyway, William Ivy Long. He's an incredible costume designer. His work on Cinderella. Was- Carly Rae Jepsen's Cinderella. Friend of the oh show, Carly Rae. I'm gonna kick you in the face so hard. Your good looking face will just melt off. Okay. Um. <laughs> Orchestrations also by Rob Besterman or Doug Besterman, I should say. Um, and just we were talking about the budget thing before. So the production had a budget of sixteen million, and a top price ticket was four hundred and fifty dollars with differential seating. And then they started yeah. doing like the lottery thing on top of it. So similar to what the goal is at the moment on Broadway, you enter the lottery. Um, I think the Hamilton lottery when I was there was like ten bucks because Hamilton's on the ten dollar note. Yeah. Um, and oh, then that's cute. The, the Spring Awakening lottery when I was there was, I think it was like $15 for like a front row ticket. So I just thought that was interesting. Um, so obviously Susan directed the uh, First National Tour as well. Uh, Susan Stroman did the West End, like the Newcastle tryout and then the West End production, William Ivy Long. Lighting design for the UK production, Ben Cracknell. Uh, sound design by Gareth Owen. Um, Andrew Hilton as the musical director and Glenn Kelly as musical supervisor. Uh, the UK production was produced by Mel Brooks and Michael Harrison, Fieri Angel and Hanif Farsi. Cool. So casting, lol, what a time. So, <laughs> um, why you laugh? Why you laughing? Okay. So original Broadway production 2007 to 2009, you've got old mate Roger Bart. Roger Bart, friend he, of the show. Friend of the show, mm. Roger Bart. So I'm going to give you some info about Roger. He is in one of my favourite all-time TV shows, episodes. He plays Matt LeBlanc's manager, Roger. Hilarious. He is so funny in that is show. Is this Friends? Matt LeBlanc playing Matt LeBlanc in episodes. Oh, my God, Patrick, you have to watch episodes. it. Episodes. Episodes is the TV show. Oh, episodes no. is the That's TV show. That's needlessly confusing. Did this show not do well? <laughs> it is Incredible. No, but did it's, it do it's, well. it's, it's oh, like, right. They got like four seasons. It's excellent. So you should watch it. Um, Roger Bart is really funny. And of course, he was in the original cast of the producers as Carmen Gear, and then also went on to take over Leo. Um, and a little, you know, 
Uh, he also features as one of the voice talents for Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. There was a Lady and the Tramp 2. Yeah. There sure was. And it was an adventure. Okay. There you Here. go. Um, Roger Bart also famously had a relationship with Trisha Paytas, you know. just uh, She's the lady from the memes, as I learned earlier. Um, um, anyway, it- so the monster, you've got Shula Hensley. So he crossed over from the original Broadway cast, did the first national tour and did the UK production. Yeah, they didn't get rid of him, did he? No. It's just him all the way. <coughs> Very but, like, good. clever. You're on to a good thing. Yeah, keep it. Why keep not? it. Well, obviously, like, they need a, a specific physicality mm. and he has that. And Tapping he's a platforms. tall piece of work, mm. yeah. you know? Um, okay, so Igor, I was literally about to call him Igor. Igor. I did. Original. <laughs> Cast of Igor, Chris Fitzgerald. I love him so much. And so, what else has Chris been in? Um, oh, Wicked. I should also say Shula Hensley. He's done a lot of opera. Was in the National Theatre production of Oklahoma. Shame. He's well. He's come up in the world. Um, he also played <laughs> Frankenstein's monster in Van Helsing, the oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was in Waiting he's, for Godot. With he's got a Old type, Mate. doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? Um, he, knows he was also time. in Waiting for Godot with um, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. Ah. So back to old mate Chris Fitzgerald. What a babe. I love his face <laughs> so much. Um, Chris he was Fitzgerald. Bok in Wicked. He was the original oh. Bok in Wicked. He also was, um, he currently is still Augie Ogie in Waitress, the musical at the moment. And then his um, big claim, well, his basically his big start on stage in New York was um, Terrence McNally's famous production of Corpus Christi, which apparently was the business. Michael C. Hall was in that too. Mm. Okay. Oh, we love Michael C. Hall. Dexter. Yeah, we love him. We love his face. We love him. Great in Hedvig. Yeah. Good in other stuff. <laughs> and also just really handsome. He's pretty good in everything I've seen him in. I haven't seen him in anything terrible. Apparently he's a really nice guy. Apparently. I have seen a fantastic recording of him performing live um, with the tits of clay. Um, you haven't done a Hedvig episode, have you? No, we have not. Some early Hedvig trivia. Um, I'll be retelling this when I'm on the Hedvig episode. Thank you very much, Nancy Weber. Um, it's tradition for the cast of Hedvig to perform outside of the show um, multiple times as a rock band. Um, and they call themselves the Selves the tits of clay. Yeah. And so there's some great sort of phone recordings of um, Michael C. Hall and the tits of clay performing at random bars, I believe, in New York um, because and he was it's a show in tradition. Michael C. Hall. Like, I don't know why we started talking about Michael C. Hall because he's great. <laughs> Bonus anyway, content, Patreons only. Back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This podcast is mainly just Patrick and I arguing. Um, Inga. Sutton Foster. Who? Of course. What a babe. So you would know Sutton Foster from the original Thoroughly. Well, actually, she wasn't the original Thoroughly Modern Millie. She was the replacement. And then, boom, she wins the Tony. Uh, Little Women, famous for Astonishing, that song that everybody sings in auditions. Uh, the Drowsy Chaperone, Shrek, Violet, which is so yeah. underrated. That good show is show. so good. Where's the Violet episode? It's coming. Patrick and I Patrick, do we it. can only do one a week. Like, it is... But I have so many drives to do in the week, and this is what I listen to. We've got to make content for me, audience. How about you go and listen to Murder in the Land of Oz, an amazing podcast that's hosted by me and Ellen Rose Sorensen. Save it for the plugs, Jen. <laughs> anyway, um, also uh, Sutton Foster in Bunheads and Younger. Younger's pretty good. Can we also men- mention Hunter Foster, just because I like to whenever I'm on. He's great. 
brother of Sutton Foster, Hunter Foster. Um, do you know what was hilarious was that Hunter You've Foster- You've got a similar casting type, actually. Oh. You should look him up. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Sutton Foster and Hunter Foster were in the same production of Grease, both as understudies for Danny and Sandy. Mm. Get out of town. <laughs> they Winky didn't go- like n- They didn't- No, they didn't. They didn't uh. go on- like they were obviously she was like different rung of understudy than he wow. was, yeah. so they never officially went on to be Danny and Sandy. He's very good. I'm a fan. I loved him as Bobby Strong in You're in Town. Huh. I yeah. really liked him as Seymour. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, back to this show. Anyway, what are we doing? Uh, then <laughs> you've got uh, as oh, Miss sh- Mullally. Yeah, hold on. Oh, Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, Megan Mullally. Uh, my personal hero, loved her. Will and Grace, she was in Greece in 94. She was in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. She studied at Second City. She had her own talk show after Will and Grace uh, went away and she was also in 30 Rock, you know. But just Party Down, it. Children's Hospital, um, like she's done so much comedy work on TV. Yeah, she's so and funny. she's married to that Nick Offerman guy. Yeah. Oh, really? Could you wow. imagine no. living in their house? How friggin' funny that would be. The look on Jess K. Ryan's face is like she's hatching a plan to live in their house. Oh, if they could adopt me, that would be great. I'd be so game for that. Anyway, Frau Blücher, (laughs) you got Andrea Martin. Hands down, this woman is the funniest woman on Broadway. She is so good. I can't. So she was in the original, she was in the original company of Godspell. She also studied at Second City. She did Candide. Oklahoma. It's like everyone has to go through that to make it. It's just yeah. like it's like one of the yeah. trials you have Maybe to get because through. Maybe because it's well. a great musical. <laughs> Where I know her from is the revival of Pippin. Pippin. She won the Tony mm. Award. She was, I was about yes. phenomenal. I'm about to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, she won the Tony. I say literally like in the producers, Tony, 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 Tony. <laughs> um, and, of course, the classic, the everything. My big fat Greek wedding. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. And my big fat Greek wedding too. She shines mm. in that as she well. She shines She's in fantastic. that. She shines in everything. A worthy sequel. Yes. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate it. Oh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't It wasn't the worst. Better than it had any right to be, but continuing. <laughs> continuing. Okay. Um, and then you've got as Inspector Hans Kemp and Harold the Hermit, Fred Applegate. <gasps> not related to old mate. Christina. Yeah. Not related. <laughs> So don't ask, Patrick. So don't ask. <laughs> All right. So then we're getting into the first national tour. Roger Bart reprises his role because Roger Bart has this thing that if he's good at something, He'll he with stays it. with it forever. Yeah. More yeah. power to him. Oh, look. I'd if you do enjoy it. doing it, his, find what you're good at, yeah. stick with it. You know. Lessons. Um, Shula Hensley, of course, first, first national tour as well. Corey English into Igor. Where's he from? What's his story? He's from Rochester, New York. Um, <laughs> you heard he, it here first. I there didn't you go. Write anything down about him? I no, he, well. he's done. He's done the UK. He's been in Chicago. He's been in Guys and Dolls. He played Max Bialystok in the Producers in the UK tour. Did he now? Does he have an Oklahoma credit? He doesn't have Ooh. an Oklahoma credit. Has he really made it? Then I don't think he has. All right. <laughs> Uh, Do you want to fight me? <laughs> no, I'd lose. No, 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 no,
as Elizabeth, and then you've got uh, Joanna Glushak for Frau, and then Brad Oscar. Brad Oscar. Brad Oscar, Brad Oscar friend of the show. Jazz hands. <laughs> but he's, look, yeah, because he's in it, because it's a musical. It's a it's, musical. <laughs> yeah, Brad Oscar. Um, and also oh, Brad Oscar did welcome, the producers Patrick. as well. Mm. He did yeah. every role in the producers. Yeah, He's, I think he just worked point, through the cast list at some everyone point. Except Ula, that makes sense. We need to mount that Absolutely. production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So now we're into the UK production. Hadley Fraser. So people that know Patrick Aiken, picture Patrick's face, but like bring the height down, and that's Hadley He's quite Fraser. Tall. I feel like I just get punched in the face more often if you brought the height down. <laughs> you don't get punched in the face. You know no, my I life, saying. <laughs> Patrick looks like Hadley Fraser. They're both very I'm going to Google men. this fella. Oh, oh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should just. Um, Hadley Fraser, you would know from the 25th anniversary production of Phantom of the Opera. He played Ralph. Oh, yeah, I definitely love watching Phantom. Oh. What a great musical. Oh, I, oh. Andrew Lloyd Webber is. start doing ladies. Oh, my God, this guy's real cute. Thank Isn't you. He? Oh, not in that picture. <laughs> oh, I like this one. Hello. Yeah. How's, that's a, that's <laughs> a little bit. That one's a little bit, how's your father? Um, He did City of Angels with his wife, Rosalie Clark and Samantha Barks. Oh, he's straight. He was in Coriolanus with Tom Hiddleston. And also <laughs> the best part of the Les Mis movie. Yes. The absolute best part of the Les Mis movie. He plays the soldier that has that random solo. That random solo. Yeah. On the other side of the barricade. That bit. That he sang that bit. Gorgeous. The one where you have no friends. Do you have no friends line? I don't know. He's on the barricade. Everybody's dead. It's all screwed. It's all going poorly. Yeah. For the French. It's not ideal. In Les no way. Anyway, Shula Hensley, old mate, stuck to his guns. Ross Noble. As Who? Igor. Ah, oh, that would be amazing. I'm I would so keen to see no, that. No, he's out now. He's I been know. replaced. I would Find pay that. some way to um, see that. So production. Ross Noble, you know, is a comedian. He used to be on that show, Thank <laughs> God You're Here. Do you remember uh, that show? Yeah, yeah, with the blue door. He does the comedy show circuits mm, in the UK. Yeah. yeah. He comes that to Australia, Thank God You're Here show, I've done like so many circles where I just like keep watching and re-watching the skits. <laughs> Hands down, Matthew Newton as the learner driver is the best skit that happened on that TV show. Um, thank you for that insight, anyway, Jessica Ryan. All right. Then as Inga, you got Summer Stralin. Now, if you don't know the Stralin sisters, you don't know shit about anything, okay? It's such an aggressive cast section. Usually it's done in like a minute. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, you go on. You give me cast, I be thorough, okay? Go on, go on. Okay. So there's Scarlet. Yeah. Scarlet, Summer, Zazi. And there's another one. What were their parents? Artists. What were they dance doing? teacher. Mother was a dance teacher. Yeah, of course. Scarlet yeah. Summer, Zazi. I think it's like Zuzu. It's Zizi, oh, isn't no. it? Zizi Stralin. Zizi is currently playing Fran in the nanny. Strictly Ballroom, the uh, musical. Oh. Anyway. Saskia, Zizi, Sa- and Saskia, Saskia, Yeah. Anyway, so Summer, beautiful looking girl. She's been in everything. She's done. What did I say? I was like everything. She's been in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. She um, replaced uh, Connie in um, The Sound of Music. You know, they did that reality TV show to find Maria. Yeah, how do you solve a problem like Maria? Yeah, Yeah. she went in after that gal. Um, She was the original Meg Giri in Love Never Dies. And this excellent TV show that you can find on Netflix called Land Girls. The first season's the business. The rest of it, it just goes downhill. Anyway. (laughs) All right. 
So then you've got, as Elizabeth, you've got Diane Pilkington, who is a boss. She's so good. So Diane Pilkington, you'd know she started in Les Mis. She was in Taboo, and I've got in brackets, yikes. Um, <laughs> she was in Beauty and the Beast. She played Belle, obviously, because who else would you play in Beauty and the Beast? She was in Masterclass, which is an excellent play about um, uh, old mate. What's her name? The really famous opera singer. You can do it. Oh, what's her name? Damn. Maria Callas. That's it. She's I good. Love- Ladies and gentlemen, mm. yeah. you've got yeah, the yeah. quality, mm. Mm. but where's the quality? It's here. It's mm. with me. 20- Jess is a legit musical nerd. She is. It's yeah. intimidating. I know many things. She's got the facts. She's got it. This is the only thing I know about. I don't know how I got through <laughs> high school. I know <laughs> shit about anything else. Um, she also was uh, Glinda in Wicked. She replaced... Um, Someone else who played Glinda and we everyone's uh, done it. No, the Australian Helen. girl, Helen Dallimore. She's she good. replaced Helen Dallimore. And then she recently played uh Donna Sheridan in Mamma Mia. You got Leslie Joseph. She was like a soap star. She was in Godspell in 1975. And then there's like a British TV show called Birds of a Feather that she was in. And Are you then- doing a Godspell episode? <laughs> no. Good. <coughs> Moving on. Good, because Stephen Short <laughs> sucks. Um <laughs> And then you've got uh, Patrick Clancy as the hermit and the inspector, but I couldn't find any info on him. I'm sure he was very good. I'm sure he's great. Round of applause for Patrick Hant. Well done. Um, Are you here, only doing Patrick. this because yeah. your name is Patrick? I have I to say, put like. That together, but <laughs> there the, you go. <laughs> I mean, I have feelings about Roger Bart, but he is really good. Oh, he's, he's really good. good. And he's good um, in this. Yeah, yeah he's really mm. good in this. Because um, how do you play that character without playing Gene Wilder and without mm, disappointing mm. an audience? And, and he does it. Andrea Martin was telling a story because um, I don't know if you guys watch the Seth Rudetsky obsessed videos that are on YouTube. He basically no, I... interviews a lot of Broadway people. Oh, there you go. And he was talking about Andrea Martin. She was bringing out a book of memoirs and obviously she was a part of this original cast. She made up a joke during previews in front of like Mel Brooks and she was like, what do I do? Do I like, do I ask him? Oh, and if people I can... that knew Mel were like, no, just do it. Just oh, do it. And then it it's better scene. to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask yeah. for permission. So she like made this joke up in one of the Frau scenes where she's opening the door. I think she's like, like it's when it's yeah. the original. Um, no, it's the when Frau gets introduced to the show. Yeah. And she like made, like what it's balls to, like, to, to make up a joke. To drop in an ad lib. In that Mel Brooks' is, script to be in fair, front of Mel Brooks. That is exactly what Brooks would do. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. would yeah. not ask. He would just do he it just as well. Yeah, I know, but, like, I feel like, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that's like. But he uh, has this- been known in the past to be very tetchy about people doing that. Yeah. And so it would better be good if you did. did you, what was the outcome? Did we get yeah. the outcome? They kept it. They I kept remember, the joke. I can't is, remember is, what is this, is this the Ovaltine line? Yes. I think, yeah, so it's it's when she's trying to offer him a drink and she's like, you know, do you want some whiskey to, like, you know, settle herself over? And then he's like, no, it's like. I can go get you a macchiato if you like, or how about some warm milk and Ovaltine? And she just starts <laughs> listing like five different drinks and it just gets more and more ridiculous and childish. Yeah, I Fantastic. think that was it and uh, they kept it. Yep. She's a boss. Yep. But um, yeah, look, casting, pretty good. It's just, as I said, I think this show, its main problem is that it followed the producers. Mm, a lot to live up to. Yeah. Mm. Um, some notable replacements though um, for the Broadway show, Beth Level, she's a great. Why do I know her? What's uh, that Beth name? Level was she recently did Bandstand, that awful musical with <laughs> Laura Osnes and yeah. Corey Cott. Yep. Um, Beth Level also did. She was in Mamma Mia at one point. 
Um, String of hits. I feel like she, no, that's Beth Malone. I'm thinking. Um, I mean, drowsy chaperone. Drowsy chaperone. That's it. Yeah. There she is. I was like <laughs> Beth Malone. She was in Unsinkable Molly Brown. No, that's I'm talking about Beth Level, not Beth Malone. Um, then you've got Michelle Ragusa who replaced Megan Mullally as Elizabeth in 2008 and then Corey English who went on to do the uh, first national tour um, and also went, and also replaced Ross Noble as well recently. Yeah. He took over as Igor. Igor, sorry. Yeah. It's hard. It's fucking it's hard. hard. It's hard. But yeah. It's pronounced Igor. Igor. Mm. Except in this one. In this one, yeah. <laughs> But yes, so that's your cast. All right, well, let's take a break. We'll come back and then we'll do even better. Who is in the dream cast of Young Frankenstein? All right. Jane Krakowski. As Elizabeth? Or as Inga, potentially. I think Grain Krakowski? No. <laughs> Jane Krakowski 20 years ago, Inga. Jane Krakowski now? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. No, She's no, not no. like old, but yeah, I can see why you'd cast her no, as Elizabeth. No, it's not it's not to do with age, it's to do with her, her presence. Yeah. Her yeah. presence. She's not She's too like she's too powerful especially, to be an ingenue yeah, now. Like, especially <laughs> after 30 Rock. Like, and like her work mm, that she did in um uh the Vanillary She Loves Me. Mm. Her work in that. Yes, Elizabeth. I love her. Yeah. She'd be great. Mm, yep. Yeah. I'm also gonna put forward Hunter Foster. As um, yeah, Doctor Frankenstein, it'll yeah. probably happen regionally at some point. He'll play it. I just got he's that's hard to cast, and that's one person where I'd be like, yeah, I'm happy with that. He's got yeah. the look, he's got the talent, he can dance, he's got the voice for it, he's got the range, he's got the comedic timing, and can play that style of show because mm. it's a hard style of show to do. Yeah, mm. not everyone can do Mel Brooks. I'm really interested in all of your picks for Igor. Because that uh, that is really the yeah. like the linchpin of this show. No joke. The guy that's playing I've, uh, the snowman. Oh, Josh Gad. No, not Josh um, Gad. Um, Frozen snowman. The guy who's playing, yeah, Olaf. Olaf in the Broadway company yeah. right now. He'd be great. There you go. All right. You I don't know his name. You heard it here first. I think he'd be good. If you're listening, drop us a line. I Mainly, want Rowan I love him because yes. he has. An excellent Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Rowan Atkinson. I think Brad Oscar hasn't played enough roles in Young Frankenstein yet, so I think <laughs> well, he and he's, should. he's ticked the box in yeah. a lot of producers. Yeah, Did yeah. you just so say the words start. Rowan Atkinson in this show? Yeah, for Igor. No! Yeah. What? He'd ruin it. I don't think you don't, he can sing. It's a dream <laughs> cast. You're all ruining <laughs> my dream. No, okay, no. If we need a singer, um, a Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> 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 Who would you have as Igor? Who's your Igor? Nathan Lane? Uh, He's too camp. Igor's uh, pretty camp. Yeah, yeah. Have you he, seen he the gets, dance numbers? Camp. Yeah, no, but no, it's, no, not... it's not. It's not. He's hard, but you yeah. could. Um, and you can't do your favorite, John Lithgow, because it's too movie. He would be Frankenstein. The, he would be the, the monster. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I can see that. Yeah, actually. he or him or John C. Riley. Any beige ingenue for Inga. That's yeah. fine. I don't have I don't have many feelings about it. I think I suppose Hilty tr- would do it great. Yeah. The Oh The trick with Inga is Her, Kendra Kassenbaum, yeah. or um Old Mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep yeah, saying one. Old that's Mate. Right. Um Katie Rose Clark. Oh yeah. 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 
I can see that. Can we put Audra somewhere in this show? I was thinking about but I, I don't, I don't think, think we can. So. There's not no, a part for no. it, but she's so good. Maybe we could have her Six there on opening I night. Keep winning Audra, Audra away Donald. from these. Audra's funny. Uh, no, the demeaning female role. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. she's a bit too good, isn't yeah. she? Let's give her the good ones. Who's Frau? Patty. Andrew Martin. Oh, yeah, okay. It was so definitive. I'll pay it, but it was very definitive. Patty. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think I love Patty. I love her. <laughs> oh, oh that's like, not what you you're said. You're like one of my aunts, three vodkas deep, <laughs> a cigarette in one hand, the other hand poised to strike a child. <laughs> <laughs> She's kitten drunk. Oh, I love it. I know. Zane has a new kitten and I'm in love with her. Um, but I don't think Patty can do the funny very well. The silly. Yeah. She does funny, but she it's just funny, but the funny. Mel Brooks thing's like whole next level. So what I'm do you think was... about Bet? Bet can do no. it. No. Yeah, she can pull it no, off. No, because Shame. my argument. <laughs> I think brilliant to get Bed Midler in for something like Hello Dolly. Only problem is, holds up the show. She walked in and people were like, Yeah, people wouldn't say that. She's done anything. Yeah, that's becoming a thing. Is David Hyde Pierce in this show? Oh, young Frank. He could do Igor. He could do Frankenstein. Yeah, he could definitely do Frankenstein. Neil Patrick Harris would be good at Igor. Igor or this is okay. This is one of those shows that you could get where you get the yeah, those characters to alternate around. Yeah, and well, make it a bit well, of a because, novelty thing. Because Roger Bart was the was the read for um, Igor. Oh, Igor. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You could do like a Benedict Cumberbatch, um, Tom Hardy. That's exactly what Not I was Tom thinking. Not Tom Hardy. Johnny Lee Miller. Miller. The National Theatre one. National Theatre It was so good. Let's do it. Thank you to Jess Palfrey for taking me to watch that. I follow her on Instagram. She's very good. She's, She's just started her own theatre company. Yeah, she Ooh, has. Yeah. So uh, shout out to the Weird Sisters Theatre Company. Shout out. Oh. In London. Also shout out to if you can go and see the National Theatre live production of Frankenstein, either with Joni Lee Miller as Frankenstein. Or, or as the monster. Or as the monster. Benedict Cumberbatch as the monster. I don't think I've sobbed harder. It's pretty was, bad, wasn't it? it was, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh my god! I got mad like, <laughs> that, that, so that fast. Face. Like, wow! It's like a wow. Um, <laughs> but is there anyone? Is there anyone else we need to sneak into the show? I think we've got most of I them. Mean, put Zach in the chorus. No, I no. Oh my god! I got through one the episode hermits? where no one mentioned Zach last time. That was my episode. But if I if I didn't do it. Everyone would hold it against me, and KB just got up really early in the morning to do an okay. episode for us, so I had to put Maybe, Zach okay, in. Zach can be one of the um, waiter boys in the song that was removed from <laughs> <Yeah>. the show. <laughs> yeah. There. He, he can hold the martini. Yes. Rip. Excellent. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk top five lists. If this show is on top five lists, which top five list is it on? Top five horror musicals. I just, I didn't call it it's horror, horror themed. It's horror themed. Top five monster musicals. I would oh, still say what? What's top five Mel Brooks musicals? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> if we five. were to put it just as horror, what uh, what else is on there? Carrie, Sweeney, but it's not top five. Sweeney Todd, Sweeney's Jekyll the top. Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde's not on the list. Uh, I think it's above <laughs> this one. Do you think Jekyll and Hyde's a better musical than this? Better, really? Better no! horror. Better horror. Take it back. Take it back, 
right now. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say that it's better than this, no. but I'm saying it's more horror than. Yeah, this. yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, but yeah. we're saying like top five musicals with a horror theme. Mm. It's got a horror theme. It plays it as comedy. Toxic Avenger. Everything is better than Jekyll and Hyde. Everything <laughs> is better than Jekyll and Hyde. It's the worst. Toxic Avenger might be on there, but I'd say it would <gasps> meet. Love that show. Yeah, I would say it maybe meet top five in a horror theme. It just does it as comedy. Yeah, Evil right. Dead. Oh, I'll let you have it. Thank you. I've also got a- Evil Dead's definitely more horror than this as well. Yes, Evil top Dead is five definitely. parody musicals. Oh, see, I love this show, but there's. So many shows on that list. Oh, but but Young Frankenstein. But actually, parody though, rather than just. I suppose a lot of them are more satire. A lot mm. of them more just. Yeah, mm. look, I'm gonna pay it. I don't know. I'm gonna say something like real mean right now. Okay, <laughs> well, that's gloves like are off now. Like top five musicals of like the biggest letdown. Uh, yeah. Like, really? On the scale, no, this this is what I'm saying. I'm not being a bitch. Like post-producers. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a bad musical. It's just not great. It's just not the producers. It's not the producers. So can you imagine being a paying punter? You've paid 450 bucks for yeah. your ticket. You've seen the producers. You love the producers. You love Mel Brooks so much. You go and see this. You're like, well, Jesus, why did I pay that money? I don't think oh. I'd ever see a show where I'd feel comfortable paying $450. no. no. I paid much more than that to go to the Tonys. That's oh, that's right. You though. went to the Tonys. I did go to the Tonys. Tony, 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 Tony. Um, and Hugh Jackman looked at me. Oh, good on him. Um, <laughs> How? Well, with his, his eyes, his eyes he looked down to the audience and there was Zane. I, what do you, okay. How what far it, back were you? Does this make the top five movie to musical yeah. transfer? I don't nah, Producers so. is on that list. What else is on that list? Pretty much everything. Heather's is on that list. Mm, Legally yeah, Blonde? True. Legally, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not. Oh. It's good, no. but I wouldn't put it on the top five. I, I think it's I think it's definitely higher than this on it. Yeah. Yeah. And there are there's so many movies that have were were mm. like a little shop of horrors. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like that's probably yeah. the top of that list. <sighs> Was that that was a musical movie, though, right? No, no, no. it was it was a an old B movie shot in two days. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then it got turned into a musical. Then the musical got turned into, into a, a musical movie. movie. Right. Yeah. I need to rewatch that episode. <laughs> listen, listen so, to that episode. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I, I wouldn't be on my list though. No. Um, would we say top five uses of? Other music in a musical. I think for putting yeah, on the Ritz. Top five, yeah. like just putting yeah. on the Ritz. I think that whole sequence is so funny. Just some, <laughs> uh, just that one song from another composer. Yeah, yeah, just wedged in there, and it's done really, really well. Um, top five diversionary dance tactics. <laughs> yep, I'll pay it. I'll no. pay it. Dance, dance diversions, be- which actually come up quite often. What about top five named dance moves in a musical? Because you've got, I guess, if in the Wild Party, you have uh, the Juggernaut, the Juggernaut, and you've got great a great number. One. Yeah, the Please Don't Touch Me. Oh, that's oh, yeah. There's okay. two in this one. There's the Please <laughs> oh, Don't Lord. Touch Me, and there's the um, Transylvania Mania. Yeah. Um, I would, I would put Elizabeth Benning in top five comedic roles for women. Female, really? Roles. I, th- I think so. She's hilarious mm. every time she's on stage. Yeah. Buy that. Yeah. All right. Any top other five roles for Roger Bart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I reckon top five roles with a lot to live up to. Because yeah. anything Gene Wilder's done, you just don't mm. want to have to do it yourself. Yeah. And I think um 
Frederick, like as much as it's a dream role, God, what a, like there's a lot to live up to there. I know. You just like can't. You can't do it. And no, what? No one can do Gene Wilder. So no, I, no. I, and you get that's, have to yeah, go. That's different. the mistake is yeah. if you try to do Gene Wilder. I would say. Um, I mean, I didn't see it, but from what I heard of Roger Bart, I don't think he was trying to, which is right. good. Yeah. I would say um, Phil from Groundhog Day is probably another one. Yeah, because yeah. it's another one where Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Like, what do you do? But that's yeah. why. That's why you have to go casting wise. You have to go completely. Yeah, you have to opposite, and that's and why you I go Andy Carl. The show itself. This not this show not mm. so much so, but the Groundhog Day the show itself is so much different to the movie that yes. you get a, like the musical isn't asking you to be Bill mm. Murray, whereas in this one you could definitely. Try. Oh yeah, the jokes are still there. Either. Like a lot of it is yeah. lifted straight over. I think basically anything else that um Julie Andrews has done that can get you in trouble. Mm. School of Rock, Jack Black. Oh yeah, goodness no. Like yeah. That and that's even harder because that yep. is written to be in his voice. Yep. Mm. So, all right. Any other top fives for this one? I'm out. I don't have a lot for this one to be honest. I think it's a really good show, but it, it kind of exists in this odd middle ground for me. Mm. All right. Well, let's take a break and we'll come back with lessons we've learned. What lessons have you all learned from this musical? Don't write the producers and then make another musical. Or release the producers after. Yeah, no, I don't think this musical is as tarnished by the producers. I feel like when I listen to this, it reminds me of all the things that I love about the producers, which I think value adds to it for me. But I think from a sort of artistic standpoint, I can see why people might be like, oh, yeah, but it's just not quite the same. Mm. Yeah. And I think in, I guess, from like a producer standpoint, if you're you if you're comparing the two shows, producers has a lot more to offer mm. than Young Frankenstein because they are similar in every other way except for the actual content of the show. Mm. And Mel Brooks is consistent. I think that's another lesson. He just like even though like we've constantly brought up the fact that this isn't the producers, it's still damn funny. Yeah, like, well, I guess. I, what, what has he done that's terrible? Like Spaceballs. Oh, Spaceballs was bad. Spaceballs is maybe the one. No, there are stumble. a couple things that are, are, are that get are smart's pretty shocking. Mm. Mm. Was he on the movie or the TV show? The TV show. Oh, I used to TV love that as a kid. I thought smart. it was, was really amazing. funny. It was really funny. incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. Quite, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Oh no, I loved humorous. Get Smart. No, no. Um, <laughs> I learned don't try and take brains and make a. Monster. Don't don't create false life. Yeah, don't do that. Hey, hey, be very careful learn, if you do. Learn your grandfather's lesson. Just, just like, don't, don't do make it. monsters. Don't make we monsters. We always stick with your game plan because mm. he was doing well until he gave or, up on his game plan. Or make monsters and just make them intelligent. Yeah, he tried to, but it was Igor. Yeah, but he could have looked at the brain. Brain. At the he end, he made it intelligent. Double check your brains. Yeah, double check That's your brains. Double yeah. check your Don't brains. Don't rely on Igor. Don't rely on Igor. Double check and your brains. And in the end, I think the real winner is science. Mm. Oh, and it is <laughs> There's okay. There's something about the brain. We learned that it is okay to ad-lib in front of Mel Brooks if, if you good. are that funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you're probably not. <laughs> you're probably not as funny as it, so I wouldn't recommend it. Unless you're Andrea Martin. But if you're Andrea Martin, I mean, go Andrea ahead. Martin, go ahead. Go for gold. I reckon you can do it. Uh-huh. We believe in you, Andrea. Uh-huh. We do. The power of double entendre. The power yes. of also studying at Second City. 
that oh, makes you yeah. just funny people. Megan Mullally. Oh, she's Bless so her. good. Yep, she is. Car- no, what we learned, cast Megan Mullally in everything. We also learned when you're on to a good thing, stick with it. Yep. If you're good at playing a role in a musical and they go, do you want to do, do the first national tour and you got nothing else going on? And if you want to then do West End, do it. Do it. Do it. You're going to get paid it, money fact, to you act. you insist on it. Yeah. <laughs> Write it into the contract for the show. Get Mel Brooks to put your name in there somewhere. He'll do it. And then you should do it. Overall lesson, do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a, a fine place to wrap up. So, uh, Tristan, thank you for bringing young Frankenstein to us. Let me bring this into my life. Yeah, my look. pleasure. Patrick listening to it for the first time and finding a new love. Good. And I was uh, virginal. It was is wonderful. there anything that you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah. So I'm currently uh, working with the Savoyards Musical Comedy uh, Society on the Les Miserables. Now oh, that, that is not a musical that's comedy. That's not a musical comedy. Correct. Are you guys camping it up a bit? Um, no. No. <laughs> Master around the house. <laughs> that's like the one musical comedy bit. I reckon yeah. maybe... Camping up stars could work. Ooh. Stars. <laughs> that is something you should definitely stars do, Patrick, and I look hands. forward to seeing that in the future. In that the shower, as we discussed so earlier. So everyone in Brisbane, go to see. So when, when do you open? When do you open? When do you open? Um, it's in two. No, it, um, this June today. 22nd yeah. is... So it'll one? basically be on this weekend. It'll so you're be, oh, you're 20, opening this the weekend. The 23rd of June oh. Are you ready? the 7th of July. Absolutely. The Have the rehearsals been going well? Very, very you know well. Been, we've been doing runs for weeks. I know books all down. my lines. Books down. Books are down. We did, so we did what, Sits Probe on the day that we recorded this episode. What are you wow. doing? The orchestra sounds amazing. Um... I think we're doing a concert version of it. No, no. What's your track? Oh, I'm I'm Comfair. He's one of the Barricade Boys, isn't he? he? Is. He's uh, the lieutenant. One oh, of the oh the right that's hand. kind of you got um, the, the hair right hand. For it. That's how you get face. the ladies. Yeah, right, right hand man. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> yeah. me, I'm. You'd know about that, wouldn't you? My know? heart's all a flutter. Ooh. Yeah, I pull ladies all the time, yeah. as I'm sure you can tell from my camp ramblings <laughs> on musicals. Taught me everything I know. The girls are lining Look, up. Look, I don't know if you came Ugh. and saw Cluedo. Oh goodness! Did He's you? a certified gay. I'll have you know. No, I Zane know that. gave me my card. But he, like that's it was the over thing. Mimosas. All of my female friends were like, "He is such a good actor." We thought he was like flirting with us the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. That's really, that's really, that's really pleasant of you to say. But I'm excited to see. Les Miserables. Yeah, so we'll yeah. put links to it in the show notes, of course. Fantastic. Uh, and, Do you and die? Take links and what have you. Or is that a spoiler alert? Spoiler alert. Some people in Les Mis die. die. Do you die? <gasps> You'll have to Whoa. go and see. Does Eponine die? Please tell me that Eponine doesn't No, so we die. decided to change it around a bit. Oh, yeah? Who? But you'll definitely have to come see Cazette who dies, dies and who doesn't Cazette is basic. Cazette <laughs> can go. I love the idea. Maybe have a chat with them because yeah. I know we've, you're opening very soon <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Today? Uh, I think it's this weekend. Um, there's a preview. There's a preview today. There's a preview today. Have and a chat yeah. with them and just see maybe like every night it's a different body count. Yeah, yeah. Different characters die. It would bring bring people in. My, my favorite version is actually where Valjean dies at the very start and then Javert <gasps> who like has this massive change of conscious <laughs> Double like, life. changes around and starts looking after Cosette. And he Jekyll hides and chases himself. Yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. Love it. Broadway. Go see the show. Excuse me, Broadway. Yeah, we, we have an idea. Confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Jekyll Hyde Javert. It's happening in Brisbane. 
Get around it. It's going to be great. And just keep running. You have two podcasts on That's Not Kind of Oh, greedy. Well, I'm not being serious. Don't give me that look. Tell me about them. Okay. So, yes, um, Zane has been kind enough not only to let me come on tonight as a swing alternate for Julie. Um, I host two podcasts now on That's Not Canon Productions. My first podcast, we are, we will, by this point, this episode going up, we will have two episodes out about the murder of Alison Baden-Clay. Oh, so um, we can start, like, you can get in and get early and not miss out on too many episodes if you start listening today. Yeah, you'll, be, you'll be our first case in. That's exciting. Um, so, yeah, it's called Murder in the Land of Oz and we are examining for our first five or six episodes. We don't know. We might be doing a bonus episode. Can we get a link in the show notes? Absolutely. Link in the show notes to go to Murder in the Land of Oz. You can find us on Instagram. And what's the second show? Um, And the second show is um, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. I love that song. Podcast. Yeah. That's a song I've And seen. it is me. Well, um, for Murder in the Land of Oz, it is cats. myself and Ellen Rose Sorensen. And for Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, it's myself and Riley McNamara. And we will be talking about all things feline because we both like cats. And so does Zane. And Zane has a new kitten. Who just came and said hello to me right <gasps> now. <gasps> it was fake. It's happening. I only got her today and she's she's gorgeous. come and find me. So, yes, if you would like to um, listen to those podcasts, please subscribe. Also, if you want to subscribe and like to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know because it's real funny. And Patrick and I sometimes will come up. We'll be doing an episode together soon. It's not too long away. It's only a couple months away. Only a couple of months away. Good Lord, how can I wait? I'm excited. (laughs) Now, this is no one else yet has said this is their favourite song time. I'm the only one, and so I'm really excited to do the show because I need to advocate for it because I feel like not enough people know about it, but that that's coming. Basically, You've got to hold on to back that. The backstory is Patrick and I had a full-on argument at Cluedo Did we rehearsals. Did have an argument? We had an argument at Cluedo rehearsals about who We don't was, need to talk about this on the pod. Who was going to do <laughs> Assassins, and we both were like, I'm doing it, and, and then... What Zane did you was say like, was your favourite song time on the podcast? Sunday? Yeah, was not Assassins. I own it. Oh, podcast right. over. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Save it for that podcast. Um, if you want to find out more about this podcast, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can email us if you have any problems at Musicals Taught Me Every uh, Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com. But you can follow us on Patreon at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Or just email us if you want to. It doesn't have to be a problem. You could email us um, problem, just with how issue, you're feeling. Information, um, casting, if you if you want oh, Oh, yeah. You have ideas on who should be Javert? In- Patrick Aiken. <laughs> oh, I have a casting yeah. note for your Sweeney Todd episode. No one brought up Tony Collette. For and I think what? Mrs. For Lover? Really? Yes. I don't, I don't see her as a lover. I do. I think she would be a great beggar woman. Yeah, I'll pay her as that as well. I love Tony Collette. Anyway, we'll get it's coming. All right. Future episodes, get yeah, around it. So it's, it's, it's coming for future episodes. Uh, check out Patreon. Uh, we are releasing more stuff there every every month, so follow us then. Thank you again, Tristan, for coming and, and talking. Golf claps. Mel Brooks with us. My uh, pleasure. Thank you again to Jess and Patrick. I've been Zane C. Weber, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye.
ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 